This is the Fantasy Football Zone. The advice you are about to hear does not reflect the views of 98% of fantasy football players. What the hell is he talking about? Too bad. Here's PJ and Todd. Hey, we made it to week 13, Fantasy Football Zone. I'm PJ, and over there we got... I'm Todd. Hello. How was Thanksgiving? It was good, man. It was good until Amari Cooper put 800 points up on me, and I lost by one. It, well, it was good for me because I had Amari Cooper, so um, I'm glad they finally know how to use him in Dallas. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I lost by one point after I got Amari Cooper, and I was not real happy. It could be worse. You could be like a Calvin Ridley owner where he uh, fumbled that one ball going into the end zone at the end of Thursday night, and all of a sudden you're like, I, I lost by a point, so if he didn't fumble that, and if he would have scored the touchdown, you would have won. So, I mean, you could be like that. Yeah, or it's like the quarterback who kneels down and loses, uh, goes from 10 yards to the nine and yes. you lose by a point. You lose that. And this is the time of the year we look at every single point. I cannot tell you how many times it has come down to points getting into the playoffs. Here we are, last uh, week of the regular season, or some teams, some leagues already starting their playoffs. And, boy, we look at every single of those points, and I can tell you there have been times where – in the leagues I've played in, it it does come down to fractions of points almost on and getting in and maybe getting to that sixth seed or that final seed of getting in. Uh, so close. And that's, that was very rude of me, PJ. How was your Thanksgiving? Oh, oh, don't worry. It was fantastic thanks to Amari Cooper. <laughs> Making it all about me. Yes, I am. <laughs> So well, good. I'm glad you had a. I'm glad you had a uh, jolly Thanksgiving watching Amari Cooper have his 90 yard touchdown. Yes, that that was the good part, and I'm trying to think of the bad part. Not, I mean, it, it was pretty good. I have to say for Thanksgiving uh, fantasy performances, can't complain too much on that. I mean, I was hoping a little bit more for Julio, and he fumbled the ball as well in the red zone for the Falcons. But man, other than that. Pretty good on the fantasy front, and here we go. We're right into it. This is the favorite time of the year if you're doing good. If not, you've already checked out by now, so it doesn't matter, right? Right. By the way, my my broccoli cheese rice casserole turned out fantastic, in case you're curious. Oh, I was curious. That did turn out, huh? I made a tweak. I used fresh broccoli instead of the bagged broccoli that most of the recipes ask for. Mm -hmm. Fresh broccoli is the way to go. That is the way to go, and you won't die because it won't get mixed in with romaine lettuce. Huh? <laughs> yeah. There was no lettuce at Thanksgiving this year. Yeah, exactly. We're, we like to live, you know. Yeah, if you, if, you, if you got the shit, it was for some other reason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was too no much. Romaine. Too, yeah, it was the turkey and the cranberry mixture there. I went into uh, – I have to share this story real quick. I walked into a um, – I'll, I'll just say a, a, a fast fast food Mexican restaurant that is very well known. Okay. And they had a big sign on the door and said, no romaine lettuce. And I walked in and I was like, oh, you guys aren't serving up any E. coli, huh? And they all looked at me with the blankest <laughs> Get I don't out. Think they understood why they didn't have lettuce. They just <laughs> knew they didn't have lettuce. So I was like, okay, this is awkward. Oh, so, uh, yeah. So uh, not too many of those that are in, that uh, check out the news headlines, huh, you're saying. So. No idea what I was talking about. What are you talking about? And then one of the girls said, yeah, it's the whole town. And I was like, yeah, I think it's nationwide. (laughs) (laughs) We're all turning into Popeye now because we got to eat spinach. No lettuce for you. Yeah, exactly.
So here we are, final week of the regular season. You're in your fantasy playoffs, and uh, this is the time. We love it. I mean, this is uh, this is what we play for big time here, and uh, things are shaping up nicely this week. A lot of uh, big games coming up. Finally, no more bye weeks to deal with. Yeah, bye weeks are over, and, you know, uh, uh, should be a big point game tonight. So mm-hmm. right out of the gate, um, you know, some teams are going to get an early jump on it, and, and others have to – watch and hope that uh, whoever they're playing against don't blow up. And again, another Thursday night game with the Saints and the Cowboys. It's in Dallas, but uh, I don't know why I get nervous about these Thursday nighters. I shouldn't because uh, this year, unlike years in the past, they're actually putting up pretty decent scores. So, I mean, I I, I don't know. I just, it's that playing early and then just having to wait till Sunday factor. I think I, I get separation anxiety from the rest of my team, I guess. And waiting. And what's interesting tonight is both these teams played last Thursday. So they've, you know, they're not playing on the, the four days rest that a lot of the teams complain about. They've had a, they've had a full week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's a great point there. They've got the full week. They're coming in rested and, uh, it's two of the best teams right now. I mean, the Cowboys have been playing better. They're now in the lead in the NFC East. And the Saints, man, they they are on a roll. Drew Brees, MVP, it looks like for sure. And, uh, yeah, obviously this game is going to put some points up and hopefully get you in a good spot uh, coming up Thursday. Let me throw this out there and see what your response is. All right. Dallas has given up the second-fewest fantasy points to wide receivers the whole season. Yep. So does that concern you? as a wide receiver owner of the Saints? Uh, yeah, with a Michael Thomas, I it doesn't because they haven't played a team like the Saints yet. But I, I understand. I heard the quote, too. I think it was at uh, Lawrence of the Cowboys saying, uh, well, they haven't played our defense yet either. So, I mean, I I can see that, but I think the Saints, they, they know how to find their holes, they seem like. Or else Alvin Kamara will have 20 catches out of the backfield. So, I mean, I – it's going to be a good matchup. I think it's going to be great, but I think, yeah, the, I think we're the uh, the guys that we want to have points, I think they're going to put them up in this game. Yeah, and let's be honest. I mean, the closest team that Dallas has played that even gets close to a Saints offense is they did go into Atlanta, and yeah. they, they shut that offense down pretty well. Atlanta only scored 19 points on them a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um but otherwise, you know, they played Washington with Colt McCoy being quarterback. Um, Tennessee had no problem with them in Dallas with, with yeah, what, exactly. what they have. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm not going to shy away because, to your point, they haven't seen Michael Thomas. They haven't seen Drew Brees. They haven't seen Alvin Kamara coming out of the backfield. But it's, uh, it's still an interesting stat. And also, I saw this, too. Adam Schefter tweeted this out earlier. Uh, the Saints, they're averaging NFL best 37.2 points per game this season. They've scored 61% of their drives, the highest rate in the NFL since they expanded to the 16-game schedule in 78. And the Cowboys, like you said, they're allowing – I mean, they're great on defense with those fantasy wide receivers. Uh, 19.4 points per game this season, that's the third fewest in the NFL. So, I mean, it's it, it's going to be a pretty unique matchup, but – I I do like whoever the studs that you usually start in this one. I think they're going to get their points this week. Yeah, I agree. Uh, looks like Traquan Smith is uh, fine. Doesn't look like he's on the injury report anymore. Yep. Um, hell, you might want to throw Dan Arnold, Austin Carr, and Keith Kirkwood <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> whoever the yeah, 
whoever the random wide receiver is for the Saints that you see, especially if you're playing like a daily fantasy or something like that and you're looking to cut costs on your team, just pick that guy because he's probably going to have a touchdown because I think Breeze now has got some record of, is it like 13 or 14 different guys with a TD? And if Brandon Marshall gets one, he'll have like 50. I mean, it's insane. And, yeah, this keeps happening every week. Last week it was so funny. I think all three of those guys got a touchdown. You're like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. That's not helping anybody. Exactly. It's not, except for Drew Brees' owners. He only had 191 yards passing, but he had four touchdowns. Yeah, if you own Drew Brees, you don't care who he's, who he's throwing the ball to. And I got to throw this one, too, in there because I, you know, no more Amari Cooper digs at you or anything. But I, he did say uh, just coming into this game that, uh, you know, it's finally great to uh, go to a system that actually knows how to use me. Um Hint, hint, Oakland, you didn't know what the hell you're doing. And he's proving all of us fantasy owners right, that he has talent and he is making the big plays. And, yeah, the two touchdowns he had on Thanksgiving, yeah, some defenders fell down and he ran past them. But, uh, I mean, they're featuring him in Dallas. They're getting him the ball. Well, here's so Cooper's been there for four weeks, correct? Yes. It's been four weeks now? Yep. Yes, it has. 32 targets, 22 catches. 349 yards and three touchdowns. That's what he's done in Dallas. Yes. 32 targets. Correct. Yeah. They, they've said they're going to feature him. They're going to go to him, and they have. Yeah. No, I mean, Amari Cooper, for me, I'm definitely playing him if I mm-hmm. own him. Um, you know, Zeke's a no question. He's, he's been a beast the past few weeks. Yep. Uh, other than that, I don't know if I'm really doing anything Dallas-wise because mm-hmm. the Saints defense has been much improved this year yeah um and again you're not on bye week this week right so you don't have to worry about trying to plug a Dak Prescott in somewhere for you if, <laughs> yeah. if you have somebody on bye but yeah uh, you know Zeke and Amari are my two Dallas guys I'm going with tonight obviously so it should be a good one Thursday night to kick off the week and then we get to Sunday this is a tough one Ravens at the Falcons this is one of the games you hate late in the year because you know Matt Ryan maybe I, I I'm in this boat I'm a little partial here Matt Ryan I, he's been putting up great numbers for me this season. I've been riding that train. But here we go with a tough matchup, and, of course, it's during the most important stretch of the year, trying to get in the playoffs, lock-up positioning, and he's got to face this tough Ravens defense. It is at home for Atlanta. They are a different team at home, but uh, this could be a tough matchup Sunday. Yeah, I still think you got to play Ryan and your receivers. Um, I, I own Tevin Coleman. I'm a little on the fence. Unfortunately, I don't have a lot of other options, but mm-hmm. – um, I still think you still play him being being at Atlanta. Obviously, you would hesitate if you're in Baltimore, but um, you know, look, I, I realize the Atlanta the, or the Atlanta offense hasn't been clicking quite as well the past few weeks. I mentioned Dallas a couple of weeks ago at home; they only put up 19. Uh, had some issues in New Orleans last week, but um, look, it's it's pretty much now or never for Atlanta. I mean, I think they're pretty much already done and buried at four and seven. But if they have any hopes of sniffing the playoffs it's a must win on Sunday yep exactly and, and with the Ravens well Joe Flacco back at practice but Lamar Jackson sounds like he's going to get yet another start here and uh, we've got interesting sitter start questions we'll get to them a little bit later on that involves him but uh, I'll tell you what the with the rushing yards that he's putting up the passing yards have been all right he threw a couple interceptions last week but he's starting to become you know it looks like they'll turn the page next year and he'll be a starter I'm I'm in the predicament where I picked him up this this week on on my team just to have him on my roster for a potential keeper target for next year for Lamar Jackson. 
Yeah, I mean, I think he's he's been great. He's been exciting to watch. Now, here's here's the caveat with Lamar Jackson is if you have the Baltimore receivers, <laughs> you're not enjoying the Lamar Jackson. No, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. John Brown has been not. Is, is he still in Baltimore, or is John Brown back in Arizona? I mean, I. Uh, yeah, it's Crabtree and Brown. <laughs> yeah. and they have taken big hits. Um, and you kind of saw it in the Raider game on Sunday. They, he tried to throw the ball a little bit. He had a couple of interceptions. And then they just decided they were going to run the ball pretty much all in the second half, which brings me to Lamar's running buddy, Gus Edwards. Gus. He's, probably, he's probably gone, right? He's not on your waiver yeah. wire anymore. He is questionable uh, going into the game. But, yeah, for me – if I own Gus Edwards, I, I have him in my lineup, mm-hmm. at, at least in a flex position. He ran for another 100-plus yards last week, and it looks as long as Lamar is going to be a quarterback, Gus Edwards is a running back you can trust. I'm for Gus. Yes, I'm a big believer of Gus. I think you play him this week, especially against the Falcons defense, which they are known to give up some yards. So They've given up the fourth most points to opposing running backs this year. So if you have Gus Edwards and he's playing – Giddy up. <laughs> up next, uh, NFC South battle, Panthers at the uh, Buccaneers. Christian McCaffrey, he is uh, maybe a fantasy MVP for you this year after what he's uh, been doing the last couple of weeks, actually the whole year with uh, receiving and rushing, and he's getting to that uh, upper tier level for the Panthers. Cam Newton saying this is the best he's played, and they've lost three games in a row, so I don't know what that means then. <laughs> and then we got the Buccaneers. They're just going to throw the ball all over, so – Points should be scored in this one, too. Yeah, you know who you're playing in this game. I mean, we talked about it last week. Um, for whatever reason, Devin Funches and, and Cam just don't seem to be on the same nope. page. No, nope. uh, You know, now he's questionable with a back. It looks like he'll play. But I'll tell you what, if I'm a Funches owner, I am not playing him, even though I know it's against the Buccaneers and their pass defense has been pretty atrocious. If I have even a slightly better option, I'm going with my slightly better option. Yeah, it looks like DJ Moore, he's he's the guy there. It just seems like they've got a better connection for them. And and on the Buccaneers side, man, Mike Evans, he's silently been putting together some uh, – I shouldn't say that, but he, I mean he's been putting up some under-the-radar, I guess, weeks compared to some of the other receivers out there. And he's been pretty consistent this season. And sometimes with Evans, his fantasy performance can be up and down. But uh, it's been – you know, you, you've been getting what you've wanted out of him this this year so far. Yeah, I mean, Mike Evans, what, he had, what was the stat I saw? He's five years in a row now. He's gone over 1,000 yards yep. or something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, it's something you had mentioned maybe three, four weeks ago. You, you brought up Adam Humphreys. Mm-hmm. And Humphreys has been a big part of this offense. He was still available on one of my waiver wires. I went ahead and picked him up this week. You know, in the last four weeks, Humphreys has 22 targets, 19 balls, 249 yards, and four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if Adam Humphreys is on your waiver wire and you don't love your third receiver this week, I'd say go out and snag him up because Jameis is definitely throwing him the ball. Yeah, and that's the other thing, too. Jameis Winston, uh, with these points he's putting up, he's in the upper half. I mean, he's, you know, not the mid-level anymore. I think he's getting towards that upper half of fantasy quarterbacks, maybe the top 10 quarterbacks, the way he's been putting up the numbers here. Despite the interceptions, he's, for fantasy-wise, he's been doing pretty good. Yeah, and Cameron Brait, if he's on your waiver wire and you don't love your tight end, go out and grab him. You saw he scored a touchdown last week with O.J. Howard on the IR. Cameron Brait is definitely the number one in Tampa and somebody I think you should be playing. 
Up next, Bears and Giants. Looks like Mitchell Trubisky is going to miss another one, it sounds like. So Chase Daniel, who did pretty well Thanksgiving Day, and uh, he's going to be in there once again, looks like, against this Giants team that, uh, well, they almost uh, pulled it off in Philly on Sunday. This is one of those games that could be a surprise. Uh, it's in New York. You know, I get Chase Daniels playing his second game. The Giants have, have shown some signs of life with their defense. They, they just kind of crumbled down the stretch against Philadelphia last week. Um, but, I mean, as far as, for me, if I have Bears, I'm – I'm a little leery playing them this week just because, again, it's Chase Daniel. Yeah, he looked fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know if I would have a ton of confidence in any of my Bears this week, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I know he, the one thing I like about Daniel is he knows Nagy's system. He's been around him with Kansas City, and he's come over here. So, I mean, he's familiar with it, and you saw that a little bit on Thanksgiving. I guess the the, the Bears I would play would be like Tariq Cohen, and maybe Jordan Howard, because I think those are the guys that might score the most points because with those wideouts, I mean, Allen Robinson, the third, I don't like him at all. If, if Trubisky's not in there, I mean, Miller, all those guys, Gabriel, I don't like them. If Mitchell Trubisky's not in there, because obviously you could see the difference when Trubisky's in there and when Daniel's in there and it, it proved itself Thanksgiving. Well, I see exactly. I think you're going to see the Giants do do the same thing the Lions did, right? You're going to make Chase Daniel beat you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, oddly enough, they only ran the ball 11 times last yeah. week. The Bears <laughs> ran the ball 11 times. That's not counting Chase Daniel runs. Mm-hmm. But 11 times, three for Cohen. Howard only had seven carries. Yes. And so I, I don't know if, their plan is, hey, we're going to sling it around with Chase Daniel, which is a little surprising. The highest total for receivers is Gabriel had seven catches for 49 yards last week. Um, you know, to your point, Cohen had seven balls for 45 yeah. yards and a touchdown. I think I think Cohen, because of his backfield, uh, coming out of the backfield and his, his receiving ability uh, is an okay play. But if, I, if I'm a Howard owner going into my first week of the playoffs, no. I, I'm a little nervous. Yes. Yeah, this isn't matching up well, and like you said, the Giants, they are getting better on defense, so this will be an interesting one to watch here coming up on Sunday. Up next, oh God, we got the Bills and the Dolphins. Josh Allen, I I got to compliment the guy. I never knew he would be running for this many yards in his rookie season. He almost ran for 100 yards last week, and he had a Pretty decent game for Buffalo against Jacksonville. And, uh, you know, they threw a couple haymakers in it, too, literally. So got to give props to the Bills for that. They're fighting out there. Well, yeah, if if somebody had told you Josh Allen ran for 99 yards last week, you probably would have laughed at him. I know. I mean, I I didn't think the guy was this mobile quarterback, but all of a sudden he's in his the most successful games he's had. He's been able to run for a decent amount of yardage. Well, yeah, I mean, if you look at Josh Allen's, numbers last week and you were a fantasy owner you would have been fine with it 160 through the air and a touch and he ran for 99 and a touch on the ground that's that's a solid day and if you're like me i know a lot of guys are doing this too they're picking up a defense from week to week and you're targeting those teams that they're playing like you're looking at the bills you're looking at the dolphin i mean you're looking at teams with the weak offenses the raiders maybe the 49ers now and the bills Quit scoring points, damn it, because that screwed me last week. I thought this Jake's defense was going to put up some good numbers. Damn it, won't these teams listen? What about Robert Foster? He he flashed last week. Is he uh, 
did he just get lucky with a uh, long touchdown catch, or is Robert Foster somebody you'd take a gamble on? I wouldn't take a gamble on any of these guys. <laughs> Not this time. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I, I'll gamble during the bye weeks, but now I've got my bread and butter, and I, I'm give me my blankie. I'm, I'm comfortable with these guys. I love it. But you know what? Robert Foster, you're talking about the, you know, the one-day fantasy league. Yes, uh, exactly. You there. Know, if you need to save some cash, maybe a Robert Foster you can slot yeah. in there. Dolphins, what? I don't know. They've got players. I mean, I, it, 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 they got Frank Gore. They got Kenyon Drake, who had a pretty decent game last week with receptions. But, I mean, the receivers are a mess. I mean, that's they got Tannenhill back, I guess. Maybe he'll have a big game at home against the Bills. I don't know. But I, uh, stay away from that damn game. Yeah, it's up and down. <laughs> you know, Drake was limited in yesterday's practice with a shoulder. He did have a nice game last week. Um but, you know, Buffalo's defense, they gave up a lot of yards to uh, Fournette last week. Yep. But I don't know if, if Drake is a Fournette, you know what I mean? Exactly, um, yeah. So, I, look, if I have any Dolphins, I'm not playing them. Unless, <laughs> if I, I have any Dolphins, I'm not in the playoffs. <laughs> That's, That's exactly right. I mean, You're already checked out anyway. I'm, I'm already gone. So there we go, that juggernaut on Sunday. Uh, Colts and the Jags, very interesting. I mean, I, I read the stat, Andrew Luck, man, he is just putting up the points. He's sneaking in that MVP race. Uh, he's averaged three touchdowns now the last eight games, putting up some yardage. That offensive line is finally developed, it looks like, for the Colts. And, I mean, they're they're coming around here just in time for you to maybe win here your fantasy league in Indy. Pretty viable <laughs> options they've got. The one thing you have to keep an eye on is T.Y. Hilton, Eric Ebron, Marlon Mack, questionable, questionable, questionable. Yeah. So that's that's the closest thing you're going to have to watch with the Colts. Um, <laughs> you know, Jacksonville, I, I saw a stat where Jacksonville uh, has given up the fourth fewest fantasy points to wide receivers this season. I mean, I have T.Y. Hilton on my team. I'm playing him mm-hmm. if he's healthy and playing. Yeah. Um, Again, to your point, it's the time of year where you're going with your studs. And but if, keep an eye on yeah. those three guys. Make sure they're playing on Sunday. And again, Leonard Fournette is out for the Jaguars. That suspension was upheld. So now you're going to have a TJ Yeldon splitting with a very disgruntled Carlos Hyde, who has been uh, barking about his touches lately after being traded from Cleveland. So. And a new offensive coordinator and uh, Cody Kessler, I believe, at quarterback instead of Blake Bortles. So, again, with Jacksonville, pass. Uh, pass. Yeah, again, if you're starting Jaguars, you're not in the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, that that's what it comes down to. It's the time of year where we can just write these teams off officially. It's Yeah, it's bad. I mean, it's funny because I'm actually looking at one of my leagues and you the only two Jaguars. guys, Jaguars, that are owned are obviously Fournette and TJ Yeldon. So yes, exactly. They're, they're all on the free agent wire. It, isn't it ironic, too, if you are an owner of Fournette here, he, he comes back from the injury. You didn't have him for about, what, eight weeks. He's coming back from the injury. All right, he's going to be back just in time for the playoffs, and he they were really featuring him, pounding the ball with him. He was putting up good numbers the last two games. And now when you need him the most, even though he let you down earlier this season, he knew he was gone. You've got him back. Oh, it looks like he's going to help you. He's gone this one game, and that this one game could screw you either out of the out of the playoffs or you don't make the playoffs. 
and here's your hope, right? Here's your hope that you're playing your, your last regular season week and not starting the playoffs if you're a Fournette owner. Yeah. I mean, that's it. I mean, God, it's like a Le'Veon Bell situation almost. Not quite, but it is he'll be almost. Ni- he'll, he'll be nice and rested for next Thursday night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Up next, we got the Browns and the Texans. Man, the Browns, they, they're starting to put up points. I am a... Well, this was this is my crappiest team. I've got Jarvis Landry at one of my wide receivers, and I am, uh, yeah, they 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 don't like him anymore. They he's just I I I liked him because he was a PPR guy. It's a PPR league. He's usually put up some good points. Not lately. I think they moved on to him. It looks like Antonio Callaway is the uh, guy Baker Mayfield likes over there. I I don't know. I'm just I'm frustrated, but I'm happy in one sense because I got Nick Chubb in another league. Yeah, you know I'm. I'm playing Nick Chubb if I'm a Browns owner. Otherwise, I don't know. <laughs> yes, they're starting to put up some points. Look, uh, David Njuko yeah. looked great last week, but he's questionable. So, mm-hmm. you know, he he may be coming into his own and doing what you expected him to do from the start of the year. But, um, you know, this time of year, like you said, you don't want to be gambling too much. But Nick Chubb looks like the real deal. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, how about uh, that Demarius Thomas for the Texans? Boy. Yeah, I don't oh, want to oh, talk about did it. I, yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I just uh, cut open a vein with that one, huh? I, well, not only did I say, and I do own Demarius Thomas in one of my leagues, not only did I say, yeah, if I had to make a decision this week, I, I'm sitting Thomas, which I did. Well, of course, he scored two touchdowns. And then DeAndre Hopkins on my other team, I just needed 12 points out of him, and I lost by one point. Yeah. To your point, though, Demarius Thomas, was it only four catches he had or three catches? Yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, they, and I know they've said they wanted to get him because he's a red zone target. Now, literally, that's all he was in this game was a red zone target. The two balls that he, or the three balls they caught, two of them were touchdowns. So, I mean, it was yeah. one of those deals. Five targets, he had caught four balls, 38 yards. That's what it was. They were, had the two touchdowns. Yeah. So, it's not like he was putting up monster 10 catch, 150 yards, two touchdown games. It was, they are just literally using him in the red zone, it looks like. Well, the problem here is the the Texans rush for almost 300 yards. Yeah, you got Lamar um, Miller with that 97 yarder too. I mean, right? So I mean, yeah. none of the receivers had big games because they were just running all over the field. Mm-hmm. And, and well, mean, this, this Browns defense—they're a little tougher. So I, I don't think I think the receivers are going to do a little more for you this week for the Texans. Yeah, you know, I feel good about playing DeAndre Hopkins this yep. week. I mean, he's—I still think. He has been the premier receiver this year. I think he's overtaken Antonio Brown, in my opinion. Yeah. It was just one of those games where he, he didn't have his usual game. All right, up next, we got the Broncos. They're traveling to the Bengals. Andy Dalton is gone for the year with a thumb injury. And I, I've to be honest, I thought, too, they were going to shelve A.J. Green and maybe just have him rest up and say, hey, the season's over with. But apparently not. It looks like A.J. Green says, I'm good to go. I'm playing even with Jeff Driscoll, he's my quarterback. So I guess that's that's who the Bengals are rolling with. Uh, good luck with that. Hey, you know, Driscoll yeah. had a couple of touchdowns in mop-up time last week, but yeah, I, I'm not <laughs> loving too much from the Bengals. Look, as I've said all year, Philip Lindsay, Emmanuel Sanders, those are your two Broncos you're playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's it. about I'll- it. Maybe the defense in this one, I because I I've been struggling with a defensive pickup this this week. 
And I thought, man, that Broncos defense, they are playing pretty good. They they held their own well against the Steelers, obviously. They came out there with a win and the Chargers. And with the with, with the Bengals, what they're putting out there with Driscoll at quarterback, I, I, I might take that Broncos defense this week. Yeah, you don't have any faith in Driscoll? No, I don't. I'm sorry, I don't. 155 yards, threw and ran for a touchdown last week, still nothing? Nothing, no. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. I, I just, I, I, they don't have A.J. McCarron back there anymore. So I'm, they, I mean, back when Dalton used to get hurt the other years, they made the playoffs. So, yeah, I don't, yeah, I just, I don't. I, but one thing for the Bengals, too, I got to say, Joe Mixon, I mean, he's been putting up good numbers this year. So maybe you'll have some success with him, but I, I, I don't think so. I think the Broncos defense is going to have a good game coming up Sunday. Let's play a guess who I am, A.J. McCarron game. Are you ready? Oh, God. Oh, my goodness. What a good-looking young lady. She is something ah, else. Mr. Musburger, <laughs> welcome to the show. Still one of the best of all time. PJ, have you seen, seen her? Looking. My goodness. <laughs> yeah, that She's was... Alabama girls or something else. <laughs> Even though she went to Auburn, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was fantastic. <laughs> Pass me some tissue, Chris. <laughs> That's basic. Did you? I'll, I'll get. I'll continue with the train off the rails. I think that same season. Did you see the awkward interview they had in the booth with Eminem during the? I think it was a Michigan Notre Dame game. I think it was the <laughs> same year. Well, you did. Yeah, you're an ND fan, so you you had to see that, right? By the way, I am not an indie fan. Bite your tongue. Bite your tongue. Um, <laughs> no, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, when, when he looked like he was just kind of um, dazed and confused. Yeah. I don't think it was. The, I, I think the I think the McCarron would have been earlier than the, the M&M. But yeah, yeah I, I couldn't remember if that was the same season. I mean, they had just had some awkward ones that year. And it's like, oh, jeez. <laughs> Having a good time in the booth. Man, I love them guys. I miss them. I miss them doing games. Kurt and uh, who's, Kurt yeah, Musburger. Who's, who, what what uh, collegiate player's girlfriend will be drooled over during the CSP this year? Oh, jeez. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Jeez. <laughs> we'll have to watch it. We'll have to find out together. I bet Clemson's quarterback, Sunshine, has a good-looking girlfriend. Sunshine. What do you think? <laughs> Doesn't he look like Sunshine he, from Remember the Titans? He does look like him now that I, because I, I always wondered, yeah, what, uh, what his hair with his hair and all that stuff. So I'm like, yeah, that's that's who it is. Exactly uh, right. All right. Enough of this nonsense. I guess. Well, we got Rams. <laughs> we got Rams and Lions. So I mean, really, <laughs> Lions. Well, Marvin Jones they put on IR this week, so he's out. Kenny Galladay is the number one receiver, and he's, I mean, he's playing the part. Get most of the catches from Stafford. But uh, other than that, it looks like on Johnson going to be questionable. And I don't like him at all this week against the Rams. Maybe Theo Riddick for PPR performances if he gets some balls out of the backfield. But, uh, well, the Rams are back off the bye week, and they'll be looking to score some points in Motown this Sunday. Oh, yeah. I mean, play all your Rams. I actually picked up, um, I'm drawing a blank, Everett, their tight end yep. this week because I yep. figured, you know what? I have Robert Woods on the team, but I figured, hey, they're slinging it around, so I might as well take a flyer on, on Gerald Everett. But, um, yeah, look, I mean, the Rams are going to score their points. 
The Lions are going to be playing catch-up. Stafford will throw one or two interceptions like he always does. Um, <laughs> earned that $142 million there, Matthew. Yes. And uh, the Rams will, will trounce them. That's pretty much how this one's going to go. All right, so there you go. Play the Rams, and you'll do good. And if you have Rams, you're in the playoffs. See, see, my, <laughs> see my formula here? Boy, uh, if you if you're a Rams or Chiefs yeah, owner, yeah. you probably yeah. have the number one seed. If yeah. you own the Dolphins and the Jaguars, wait until next year. Exactly. All right, we've got the Cardinals and the Packers coming up. They're going to be playing at Lambeau. Uh, you know, Cardinals going to be coming in, and they're back to the Cardinals that they we knew they were in the early part of the season here. The Packers, they're coming in, and they're trying to win out here for any chance at the postseason here so fantasy wise i guess i like the packers receivers in this one but i forget they're gonna have a tough task against patrick peterson at one of those corner spots yeah you know Devonte adams had a nice night um sunday going up against Rhodes. Uh, Devonte adams is obviously a must play mm-hmm. um as far as arizona larry fitzgerald and, and johnson are your your two guys you're gonna play otherwise there's nothing to see on arizona I, you know look if I'm an Aaron Rodgers owner, depending who my backup is, yeah. if I'm going into the first week of the playoffs, I have to take a long, hard look at who I want to play. Because Aaron Rodgers, I don't know what his problem is this year. He's not playing the way he's played in past years. He's missing throws that he normally would have hit in his sleep. They come out, they score a couple of touchdowns in the first quarter, early in the second quarter. And they disappear. They did it in the Seattle game. They did it in the Minnesota game. They scored two touchdowns pretty much in the first quarter because the second one they scored was just inside the second quarter. Mm -hmm. And then they went on to score three points the rest of the game. They basically scored three points in three quarters. And he had Devontae Adams late in the game, and he missed them. Um, So, look, if you're an Aaron Rodgers owner, proceed with caution. Take a hard look at your backup. And coming into this season – who would have thought we'd been, we, we would even mention maybe you look at your other quarterback instead of Aaron Rodgers. I mean, and that's how it's been. It's just, I, it's just strange. I, I know he's got to get used to these new receivers and whatnot, but we're in week 13 now. So, I mean, I, this, yeah, here's, yeah this might be. Yeah. Philip Rivers was perfect basically against Arizona last week. Yeah. Um, so, I guess the bright side is you're looking at the Arizona defense going, well, Philip Rivers had a big game last week. Aaron Rodgers is going to have a big game this week. If you're an Aaron Rodgers owner, you have the right matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, just, he just doesn't look the same as, as he's looked in past years. And it might be a weather game too, folks. So uh, <laughs> watch out for that. There might be a little snow in the forecast at Lambeau. So that could affect some of the scoring as well. So Heads up for that. And this is the time of the year where we have those wonderful weather games. I'll never forget one that helped me win a championship in week 16. It was the Cardinals traveling over to take on New England and the Patriots. Kurt Warner was just lighting it up that year. Then they went to New England. The wind was whipping around. The weather was terrible. And he only had like 98 yards and four interceptions. And I, I won because Kurt Warner had his worst performance of the game. Thanks to the weather. Here you go. Snow during the morning will give way to lingering snow showers during the afternoon. It's oh. nearly steady in the mid thirties. That's great for an Arizona team. Yeah. Winds North Northeast at 10 to 20 miles per hour, one to three inches of snow expected. There's your Sunday forecast at Lambeau. Start David Johnson. Bye. He's going to have 200 yards. 
by the way, would you like my ticket for Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> we'll give them away. Oh, we can't do that. But uh... <laughs> Believe me, I'd be all about it. I don't want to go. <laughs> so there what you go. What a crappy fan I am. Yeah, boy, what a, you're real harder out there. Jeez. <laughs> well, up next, it could be worse, Todd. You could be a fan of the Raiders. <laughs> There you go. You're in Oakland, and you know you're losing your team in two years, and it's a slow death march, and it's going to get even slower this week. Well, probably fast because they're taking on the Chiefs, who I think they already scored touchdowns, and the game hasn't started yet. Did you hear Derek Carr's comments about wanting to screw up the draft, by the way? what? Yeah, what was the deal? I, I just heard a little bit about it, and then I heard, well, there's no tanking in football, and I'm like, uh, have you seen the freaking trades the Raiders have done this year and what they put on the field? There is yeah, taking I mean, in football. Yeah, look, I get it, right? You want to go out strong. You want to win games. You're a professional. But, I mean, Raiders are awful. Yeah. And it, it's, I mean, it's no secret what they're doing. I mean, look what they did with the Khalil Mack trade. They were looking for first-round picks. Amari Cooper, they're, they're looking for first-round picks. And, and their own pick, they're looking to tank so they get even lower first-round pick for next year. It's no secret what they're doing. They're not fooling anyone. I, I, I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, in this game, obviously, play you're playing all your Chiefs, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. if you're a Chiefs owner in the first week of your playoffs, you're like, thank you, scheduling gods. And you might find out who the Chiefs' water boy is, and you might put him in because he might put 10 points up. <laughs> or the Listen f- to the Raiders' remaining schedule. Kansas City, Pittsburgh, okay, they're both home games, oh, whatever. Wow. They go to Cincinnati. You want to talk about a turn game uh, late in the season. Yep. The Raiders in Cincinnati with Jeff Driscoll. Then they play Denver, and then they finish at Kansas City. I mean, oh my god! I think you're going to have a top five pick, guys. Boy, the only thing that would get, if I'm a Mahomes owner, I'm just a little pissed that he doesn't get him in Week 16 in the championship game in most fantasy leagues. Yeah, that's a oh, good point, right? Oh man! <laughs> but yeah, well, man, oh man, just missing out. Mahomes on even, and there's there are. Leagues that actually have their championship game in, in week 17. We did that um, one year, and that was oh my god, the controversy because I think it was during the Colts run where the controversy of when they were trying to go undefeated, but then they they didn't play the guys, and uh, yeah, that <laughs> I lost the championship because Peyton Manning was supposed to play and he didn't play because they benched him. And god dang it, all they he was oh my god, I'll never forget it. So that's, well, that's why we thing. do week yeah, I mean, 16. I know most leagues try to avoid doing it in week 17 for that very reason, but yeah. I know there's some leagues out there that still do it. And by the way, just looking ahead, the Chiefs play at Seattle in week 16, so a, oh. a very much less friendly game for uh, yeah. the Chiefs if you're playing in championship games. Yeah, very pissed off than if but I'm But let's get homes. ahead of ourselves. Let's not. Oh, you're going to want to after we go after this next dandy. Uh this is a late afternoon game. I guess there's nothing going on in Nashville this Sunday. It's the Jets at the Titans. Yeah. <laughs> what do you have to say about owning Jets? Um, that's Think it. Think about the Jaguars. Think about the Dolphins. Yeah, I mean, that's – well, I guess McCown looked pretty good, I guess. He, he put up more points than I thought because I picked up the Patriots defense thinking they were just going to smoke them and – I was pissed at the Jets, too. They started putting up points last week. What are you doing? You're not supposed to score. <laughs> You're screwing up. You're screwing it up. Mastermind. Exactly. And on the Titans, 
Jonu Smith. He's my boy. You called that one. Nicely done. Go, Mr. Tight End. Other than that, the rest of the Titans, you can go to well, Mariota, I guess he had he missed the the final pass of the game, or else he would have had a Rivers like day as well. But uh I just uh, Well, Corey Davis did what Corey Davis has been doing all he, year. Exactly. And, and that's the problem. I you can't trust you need guys you can trust this time of year and He's boomer bust in that Titans backfield. I saw a game where that Derrick Henry fumble at the end cost a guy a game by a point. Uh, it, it happens. Yeah, it <laughs> happens. So if you've got to start Deion Lewis or uh, or Henry, I'm sorry your season was done three weeks ago. Yeah, there's not a lot that I like in this game. No. I mean, again, depending on what your receivers are, Corey Davis, may you may want to play Corey Davis as – as your wide receiver three. Um, yeah. The problem is just the inconsistency, but look, he can, I mean, he can come out and he can throw you up 20 plus points, um, but he can also throw you up a five. So that's <laughs> five. You're, uh, you're generous. He can throw you up a two. <laughs> I've had that. Oh boy. I've had that. Am I, do I sound disgruntled this way? I shouldn't because in two of the three leagues, I'm doing all right. I just, I don't know. You're very angry with Corey Davis. I I, I am. Be, well, maybe because this idiot before the year said he's going to be a breakout star. Okay, here's what I'm going to say. Ready? <laughs> yeah. Play Corey Davis this week. He's oh. going to have a big game. All right. That's on you. I'm, I'm telling you. Okay. Jets are Jets are ranked 27th in in uh, receiving yards. So I I say Corey Davis will have a big game this week. All right. So if that doesn't happen, send the hate tweets that draft that guy and address them to Todd. He'll he'll deal with those if Corey Davis doesn't go off this week. Going out on a limb. All right. We got 49ers and Seahawks up next. The 49ers, they are who we thought they were now. They're not putting up yeah. points anymore. I guess Matt Breed is scoring points, so that's good. It looks like they're going back to him running back. And the Seahawks, well, here they are again. Russell Wilson putting up points and uh, – Another interesting matchup here coming up late Sunday afternoon. Well, this, here, here's the thing. I have, so I have Russell Wilson. Yep. I have Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me, obviously, I, I look at the San Fran game at home and I go, okay, Russell Wilson seems like the better play. Yep. But then I pause because are they going to get up big on San Fran and just run the ball the whole mm-hmm. second half? Yeah. And you know, and to your point too, it looks like Carroll leans that way with using those three backs that they have with Chris Carson and Davis and Penny. He he does kind of. I mean, that Packer game was an example of that where they got up and then that second that third quarter went by like nothing, and they were running the ball. And I to that point, yeah, that that's a hard one. Well, the thing is, you know, there's they've made. They've, it's no secret that Seattle wants to establish their running game. If you watched any of the Carolina game on Sunday in the first half, they ran the ball a lot trying to establish the running game. And then they kind of let Russell do his thing in the second half and they ended up winning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I, you know, I'm going to have to think about it before Sunday. Do I, do I go Kirk cousins and, and hope they sling it out with the Patriots or do I, mm-hmm. do I go with Russell at home? Yeah, and and also too with the Seahawks, you got kind of a Bermuda Triangle with the wide receiving core. You got Lockett, you got Doug Baldwin back, you got David Moore now. I mean, 
flip a coin, and that's who you go with, I think, this week. I, I like Baldwin in this matchup more, but I, I know he's questionable, I think, coming into it, but he has been all year. So I, that's, that's, that's who I'll roll with. Yeah, I mean, you look at the last four weeks, Baldwin, 26 targets, David Moore, 23, Lockett, 20. So yeah. not, not a ton of, of uh, you know, Baldwin has the most, but not a, a ton of difference there between those guys. Up next, it is the Vikings taking on the Patriots. And uh, some fantasy points, they could be scored in this one, too. I mean, the Vikings' defense, they seem to be playing better here. We'll, we'll find out against the Patriots, one of the best, def- one of the best offenses uh, in the league as well. So, I mean, this should be a pretty good matchup. And I, I think it's going to score more fantasy points than people think. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, you're playing, you know, I pose the question, you know, do you play Kirk Cousins this week against New England if you have a option that that may be, you know, just, just as good or better? And look, Cousins outscored Wilson last week against the Packers. Um, yeah. If that know, Cousins... If, I, if I'm a Vikings yeah. owner, I'm playing the guys who've played all year. Same with Patriots. There's not a lot of... There's not a lot of questions at this point in the season with these two teams. In fact, Cousins, he has more fantasy points this year in most leagues than Tom Brady. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of like, oh, maybe... Maybe there is something to this guy. <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing. Like, he's been very up and down, though, Cousins has, yes. too. You know, he's had yeah. some great games. He's had some not-so-great games. Um, you know, and what about Stephon Diggs? He, he's got the knee. I know he didn't practice on Wednesday. What, uh, what do you think on him? I, I think he's good to go. I think you play him. He's been battling some things uh, all season long, and he's been in there, and, man, he's – He's he's impressed me a lot this year more than last year. I, he's I mean I know all the spotlights on Thielen right now. He's he's you know he's doing all this you know, leading the league, or he's up there with the league league in receptions and yards and all that. But Diggs is the one that's I've really been impressed with because he keeps on improving. Here I think now what is this his third year fourth year? I mean he just he keeps getting better and uh, out of the two he looks like you know he's a little bit faster. He can get a little the deep threat. So yeah, I like I like Diggs in this game more than Thielen, I think, in this one. And and on the Patriots side of things, I I know the Vikings have a pretty stout run defense and whatnot, but I, I like Sony Michelle a lot in this one. I don't know why. Maybe it's just the matchups on the linebackers coming out of the backfield, getting the PPR points, but I, I think he's gonna have a pretty good game against the Vikings. Yeah. I I don't know. That's it. So if you got guys <laughs> in the if you got guys on these teams here in the playoffs, so congrats. <laughs> How's, how's the playoffs still? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that there you go. You're set to go. Now I'm all, now I'm all in my head about this Cousins, uh, Russell Wilson thing. <laughs> well, I can't talk you off the ledge. I, I, Who would you start? I'd start. It's, oh, man, that's tough. I think because of the way the game flow is going to go, I think you got to go with Cousins. Because you hit it right on the head. If they get a big enough lead, Carroll is going to run the clock out. Where with the Vikings, they don't have the greatest running game in the world. He's he's got to throw the ball, and if they well, get I, behind to the Patriots, be they they got to throw. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that, I mean, that's that's the way I would go on this one. I I'd, I'd probably go Cousins just because of that whole game flow thing. And now I'm going to say that Russell Wilson's going to throw for five touchdowns, 300 yards, and rush for 100 just to kick you in the balls even more. Going to make for an awkward show next week. <laughs> exactly. So that. That will. So we got Chargers and Steelers, the Sunday nighter. Yeah, the Chargers, here they come on playing good football. But big injury, 
Melvin Gordon is going to be, I mean, they're still holding out hope that he's doubtful this week. He's out. He's going to be out, it looks like, a couple weeks. And that hurts a lot of fantasy owners because, man, he has done good for a lot of fantasy teams out there. So Austin Eckler and also Justin Jackson are some of the names banted around. We know what Eckler can do. Jackson uh, led him in yards last week after uh, Gordon went out, but, of course, they had a huge, uh, I think, 30-point lead by the time he got hurt. So it didn't really matter. Yeah, I, you know, when that I was watching the game whenever Gordon got tackled on that uh, that play, and I when, he, when it first happened, I was like, oh, dear, that, that yeah. looks bad. So, I mean – I'm just glad he didn't tear something, and and hopefully he can be back for people who have him for the playoffs. Um, See, that's the scenario I'm looking at. I'm like, well, if the Chargers win a couple more games, you know, I I know they want to battle with the Chiefs for the – I mean, they still got a shot at the division. But even if they win a couple more games, I think they clinch a a playoff spot in the wild card somewhere. Do they even bring him back before the end of the regular season? So then as yeah, a fantasy tough. owner, you're kind of screwed because the guy, the horse you rode this whole year, he could be available maybe 16, maybe 15 or 16 here, uh, right when you need him to win the championship, but he might be out. Yeah, you know, what? now that you have me interested, now that you uh, said that as far as where they stand, yeah, they're 8-3, and three, right? I yeah. mean, they have, they have a two-game lead on the next closest team. But you have all those six, six and five, and five and six teams. So yeah, that that will be real interesting. I mean, they're actually only a game behind the Chiefs for the West, yeah. the West lead right now. Yeah, and and I know their their schedule is a little bit difficult to coming down. I mean, they got the Steelers coming up Sunday night, but man, the Steelers they've been the last two weeks they've been very inconsistent. I mean, it, it looks like they're going to open it up against Denver, and it never happened, and then they end up losing the game. Yeah, um, I'm looking at the Chargers. Well, <laughs> fine. So you look them up. About it. Anyway, hey, they play Kansas City in a couple of weeks on a Thursday night. That's going to be a hell of a game. Yeah. So, All right. Okay, that'll be for the AFC West. That's fun, but that's two weeks away. Yeah, Pittsburgh, right? I mean, look, if you're a Steeler owner, you're still playing your studs, right? I mean, there's, again, for me, the Steelers, there's not a whole lot of question marks. I mean, if you have Juju, if you have Connor, even though Connor's kind of, decreased his his point yeah. total in the last few weeks. I still think you're playing all of them. Um, you know, this game could go either way. It could be a shootout or it can be just, eh, you know, a, a kind of a lower scoring back and forth. I, for me, I'm playing all my Steelers. Uh, you know, I'm playing your regular Chargers. I, I, I don't think there's a whole lot of questions here. I'm throwing a name out there on the Steelers. He's his targets his looks have increased over the last couple weeks you might want to get him it's ryan switzer i if you need a just i an emergency flex guy and everyone's gone on the waiver wire look for him because uh on sunday i I, it just looked like during the the game against the broncos they he got quite a few looks from roethlisberger and i don't know what's up with antonio brown but he's not uh, he's disappeared the last couple of weeks. So all you Antonio Brown owners are frustrated. You're hoping he breaks out this week against the Chargers, but I, I, I don't know. And I think the Switzer could be, you know, a guy that puts up solid numbers if you need to in a flex position, like maybe an emergency. Somebody gets inactive on Sunday that you weren't expecting and you got to get somebody look for him. 
That's my All shot. Right. That's my shot in the dark for this week. No one knows who the hell he is. They probably thought I was talking about Barry Switzer. No, it's Ryan Switzer. There you go. <laughs> He's my Kirkwood. He's my Kirkwood. I got I got Davis with Tennessee, and you're going with Ryan Switzer. Well, I'm not saying he's going to have a million yards. <laughs> Jesus, you make it sound like uh, Switzer. He's going to have 200 yards. I, I'm not trying to make it sound like that. I just heard you say Switzer will win your first round of the playoffs for you. <laughs> oh, here we go. Well, send the hate tweets and draft that guy when Switzer catches a ball and drinks no, Gatorade. I, yeah. I hear you. You don't even know who the hell I'm talking about. That's all right. That's the fun of it. <laughs> what game are we on? Exactly. Yeah, we're <laughs> to Monday night. Redskins <laughs> and the Eagles. Uh, Colt McCoy likes his tight ends. I mean, that's if you if you have uh, Vernon Davis available, pick him up because he doesn't throw to receivers. Oh man, I tell you what, I don't <laughs> like anything from Washington. No. I mean, Adrian Peterson takes a big hit too. I mean, to your point, I mean, maybe the tight ends, but. That you want to talk about a team that looked like they were on their way to win in the East that may not even make the playoffs now. Yeah, it, it was. I mean, Colt McCoy. I mean, he performed admirably, but that game was in Texas. He always plays well, in Texas. And does this make you? Uh, I mean, how does this make you feel about Alex Smith? You know, we had talked about him saying, "Hey, his numbers aren't all that great," but mm-hmm. he was winning with them. Yeah, I was. I mean, that's the thing. Fantasy hated him because. <laughs> He wasn't putting up fantasy points, but I guess he was helping open up the run for Peterson. But now, yeah, I thought Peterson was going to have a decent game on Thanksgiving. I, you know, I he got injured early on in that game, so I don't know what the deal was with that. So if that affected anything, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's well, I it's think you're, I think you're going to be in the boat of make Colt McCoy beat you, not Adrian Peterson, if you're an opposing yeah. defense. And now we got the Eagles situation. Looks like Josh Adams at running back, but now I see reports Darren Sproles might be available for the Eagles, I think, for the first time all year. So, I mean, you got that in their backfield, and, uh, I mean, their receiving core is what it is. You're going to have the three targets uh, once again available uh, for me with Ertz and uh, also Alshon Jeffrey, Nelson Aguilar throwing Golden Tate. And uh, there you go with the Eagles, right? Yeah, I mean (laughs) – Josh Adams has actually looked good the last two weeks. He's had some decent points. Um, and they said they want you know, to feature him more. So, I mean, that that's always good to hear. So, Yeah, and, he has, and he's proven that he can handle the workload, and he's looked good. And, um, you know, if you need a flex, Josh Adams may be somebody you can go with this week. And with my whole defensive point, you know, you look at the Redskins and you think, oh, I'm going to pick up that Eagles defense. They might put up a decent number. I Not with the Eagles defense, I don't think so. I mean, they they play good against the Giants, but – they got a lot of injuries in that backfield, and I, I know that Colt McCoy's not going to be slinging the ball all over, but when you have that many injuries, they, they eventually catch up to you in games. Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know. You know, I, they're going to be playing catch-up, I think. I mean, Eagles defense may not be a terrible play, but, um, I, you know, look, look for your Dolphins and your, your Jags. And your Bills, right? And you're, hey, Bills have looked a little better, you know, but, uh, you know, maybe maybe Tennessee, right? They're playing the Jets at home, so that may be a defense you may want to pick up and play. All right, we've got some uh, sit-or-start questions here. Draft that guy. Oh, here we go. I'm going to start with this one from Chuck Fit, our buddy, dr- tweeting in. All right, he's got a Kirk Cousins dilemma, only this time it's with Andrew Luck. I feel you, Chuck Fit. What do you think? 
What are you talking? Why are you asking me? I can't decide if I'm certain cousins or Russell Wilson. Because I want to confuse the <laughs> hell out of you even more. Now I want to make you think you got Andrew Luck on your team. Oh, stop confusing me. I say um, Luck. You know, I think I think I'd go Kirk Cousins there. Okay. Fine. Be that way. Uh, it, and, you know, it, it kind of goes back to what we discussed with mm-hmm. how we think the game flow is going to go. We think that the Vikings will be chasing points, correct? Yes. So we think Cousins will be throwing the ball a little more. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think Indianapolis is going to be chasing points with Cody Kessler, quarterback for Jacksonville. No. Um, you know, again, I just looked at the forecast. It is supposed to apparently be raining at Foxborough on Sunday. Uh, don't know. Don't know if that that affects your opinion or not. Um, the balls yeah, will be I, deflated. I I'm guessing. What's that? The balls will be deflated so they can They're gonna... fly through the rain faster. <laughs> right. Um, but I think I would lean Cousins here. All right. Uh, let's see. Joseph wants to know. Uh, he's got Matt Ryan or Lamar Jackson. Now, here's the deal. Um, in this league, he gets six points bonus for 300 yards passing. And here's what makes it a little dip- difficult. 100 yards rushing as well, you get that six-point bonus. So you throw that in there with Lamar Jackson and that Atlanta defense, and that he might achieve that bonus by rushing against them. So, I, again, I, here we are this late in the season. I, I would never thought this would be a hard one, but it is, Matt Ryan or Lamar Jackson on Sunday. You know, look, I – oh, man. I would – I got to leave Lamar Jackson here because of the rushing possibility. If he yeah. gets – if he gets the bonus for a hundred yard rushing, yeah, six point bonus. I, you have to say, look, what's more likely? Lamar Jackson is going to run for a hundred yards, or Matt Ryan is going to throw for three hundred against the Ravens? And I have to be honest with that Atlanta defense. I think Lamar Jackson rushing for a hundred is more likely. And I'm a Matt Ryan guy, and I, I, I got to stay with Matt Ryan. But with the, with that bonus opportunity, he hasn't come close to three hundred. But if he does. And he ran for a hundred, you get twelve point bonus just like that. I mean, in all likelihood, if he's running for a hundred yards, he's not throwing for three hundred. But who knows? Mike Vick did it, so and they're playing yeah, in Atlanta. I, so I don't know. You know, this is what we talked about when we talked about this game. You know, it's a must win for Atlanta. I mean, Ryan's got to show up and play well. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to go Lamar Jackson though. All right, another one we got in. Uh, let's see, we got uh, who should Sorry, I s- Joseph. What? Yeah, way to screw it up. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, receivers here. We've got Allen Robinson, uh, or it looks like uh, we need flex. We need one of these guys. Uh, Allen Robinson, Doug Baldwin, Jalen Richard, or David Moore. Um, yeah, I I say Doug Baldwin in this one. I I just I like his matchup more than and we talked about. I I don't like Allen Robinson without Trubisky. Jalen Richards on the Raiders, he sucks automatically. And then you got David Moore, who's been putting up. I mean, he got the big touchdown against Carolina last week for Seattle, but uh, I'm liking Baldwin in that one. What say you? Yeah, you know, look, it's, it's, again, the same dynamic we talked about with Russell Wilson, how much is Seattle going to be throwing the ball when it comes to David Moore and Doug Baldwin. Um, You know, look, Jalen Richard may get some balls out of the backfield, but I can't imagine they're going to be running the ball a whole lot against the Chiefs. And, again, Allen Robinson has Chase Daniel thrown to him. I, I, I'll i go with you on this one. I'll go with Doug Baldwin. And the final one, we got Nick here. And he, oh, God, he trusts us with a playoff decision. Oh, God. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> <clears throat> First round of the playoffs. No pressure. 
Uh, Sony, you've already, an- you've already answered this one. <laughs> Sony, Michelle, yeah. Carry on Johnson, Kenny Galladay at the flex. I didn't read it through though. That's the problem. <laughs> but you said you really like Sony Michael though. You said I do. you thought he was going to have a big week against the Vikings. But it's a non PPR league. And you said you hated Carry on Johnson. I don't like him this week at all. But Kenny Galladay, he's he's been scoring touchdowns, and it's a non PPR league. That's the thing with Sony Michelle. I love in the PPR league because I, you know, the Patriots always do that extended handoff. They call it where they throw the damn ball three yards in front of them, and it's a, it's considered a catch. So I, I think if it's me, yeah, I would go with Kenny Galladay. I, yeah, just because it's non PPR, I would go with Galladay because it's non PPR. If it was yep. PPR, I'd go with Sony Michelle. Well, and I think, again, I think the Lions are going to be playing catch-up against the Rams. I think mm-hmm. that the Rams are going to do what they usually do and throw up a ton of points on them. And if they want to stay in the game, they're going to have to be slinging it around. That's kind of why Eileen Galladay on this one. Oh, I almost forgot he's back for the Rams uh, as well. It's um, um, He's former Patriot. Why can't uh, Tlaib is going to be back for uh, the Rams at corner. So I forget. Akib Talib is going to be back along with you're going to have Peters back there too. So they're coming off the bye. They're a little bit healthier too now. Now that I just th- thought of that, Sony Michelle. Forget what I was rambling about for the last two minutes. Go with Sony Michelle. All right. Yeah, I forgot that Talib was going to be back in that lineup for the for the Rams at corner. So there we go. We just solved all the world's issues. There you go, first week of the playoffs. Yeah, we just screwed him out of his first round. We just cost him probably uh, some good money in the first round of the playoffs, but that's what we're here for. Yeah, so Nick's like, hey, guys, thanks. You didn't answer my question at all. <laughs> that's that's why we're here. Just here to, I, we did answer it. Yeah. I, I would play. I would not play carry on Johnson to take him out of the equation. Exactly. So you go from there, flip a coin. <laughs> that, that's, that's all the best decisions. I won a league uh, once with Aaron Stecker as my running back. So, I mean, this time of year, you just don't know. And everyone can remember the Brian Dawkins incident as well. So, I mean, you've got – this is the crazy time of the year where plays like that you're going to remember forever. Just be happy you're in the playoffs. Exactly. It's playoff time. We're happy. We're running out of time. Again, you can always find us at Twitter at DraftThatGuy. We'll take more of your questions there and try to entertain you as well. And, uh, again, you can always get the flash briefings. Alexa users, just subscribe. Fantasy Football Zone. Once again, I'm PJ. Once again, over there, we've got... I'm Todd. All right. Good luck this week. Follow us on Twitter at DraftThatGuy. This is the Fantasy Football Zone.